everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. How familiar are you with the Holy Spirit? Depending on how you grew up, you may or may not be used to the Spirit being talked about. In today's Devo, Austin talked about the Spirit like this. He said, When someone puts a down payment on their home, they're promising the lender that they will pay more in the future and it will be far more than the down payment. Ephesians 1.14 tells us that the Holy Spirit is similar. It is a guarantee or down payment of our inheritance or salvation. When we see the Spirit at work, he says, it's just a small taste of the goodness that is to come when Christ returns. As Garrett and I talked about in the bonus episode, Austin makes a great point. The Holy Spirit is evidence of the riches God has bestowed, or said differently, presented with honor to those who are His. He has given believers gifts, and one of those gifts is the Spirit of God. Now, there is a lot I could talk about here, specifically regarding the Trinity. But for our time together today, I want to zoom in on verses 13 through 14 and focus on the Spirit. And I know that the second I said the word Spirit, some of y'all lean in, some— get really curious or skeptical or excited or feel uncertain or just neutral. And that's okay. We're all at a different spot. So as we talk about verses 13 and 14, I'd encourage you to ask yourself how you think about the Holy Spirit. The other day, I was reading one of my theology textbooks in preparation for this episode, and there were some great reflection questions. And I just started asking myself things like, do I think of the Holy Spirit as a person? He is God, but is distinct from the Father and the Son. Or do I think of the Holy Spirit as a person or some sort of presence or force? Have I ever been aware of the Holy Spirit's movement in my life or the Spirit's empowering? Why or why not? When was the last time? Do I ever have a sense of the Spirit's pleasure or displeasure when I speak, when I make a decision, or decide to act in a certain way? Am I even mindful of the Spirit's attitude toward my choice? And is there anything in my life right now that might be grieving or ignoring the Spirit? Have I made space to even attempt to listen or evaluate as I go about my day? Those questions convicted me. I'm not as aware as I could be, and I don't talk about the Spirit much. If I'm honest, I think it's because I know it can be a touchy subject and I'll get a little nervous. Transparently, I'm not as confident. But in Ephesians 1, We read about the riches God has blessed believers with. And if you're anything like me, you like to receive good gifts. When I was in the third grade, I really wanted this giant pink dollhouse I saw at Costco. And it wasn't just any plastic dollhouse. No, the thing in my eight-year-old brain, it was nice. I mean, the furnishings of this house were intricate. The wooden furniture was made to look like ebony or some sort of luxurious wood. And honestly, I don't even know my wood types, but the living room looked like a parlor with furniture marked by classic design, ivory prints, and these tiny little floral accent chairs. I mean, the dollhouse even had a bathroom with a polished vintage bathtub. And I really wanted that dollhouse. I couldn't wait to open presents on Christmas morning, hoping, fingers crossed, that my parents would have gotten it for me. And if you're an adult listening, I bet you remember being a kid, that eager anticipation, waiting for something you really wanted. Now, the things you want today probably look a little bit different than what you wanted with a kid. Today, you might want to be more patient with your kids or serve your spouse well or find a godly one. 
Maybe you want to keep all the plates spinning or figure out how to get more rest. Maybe you want the courage to speak up or the discernment to say the right words because we keep putting our feet in our mouths. Or maybe you really want to share Jesus with a friend in a way that they'll receive. Those are things that we want, but the Spirit is a gift we should want because He restrains evil in the world and convicts us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. He seals believers for salvation, regenerates them to new life, and gives spiritual gifts to each believer. And He is fully present to continually fill, and by that I mean control and guide, His own. What a gift. He holds back evil. Who doesn't want that? He convicts us of sin, which isn't always fun, but we want to look like Jesus. He gives us gifts, spiritual gifts, so we might run in the lanes God purposely intends for us to run in. And He, God the Spirit, who can always be trusted, He's present to lead us when we don't know what to say or when we're afraid or when we've messed up. It's kind of like the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't force us to obey Him. He seeks to control us, but He does so only with consent and agreement. He is a gift, but we can ignore, quench, or sometimes even forget he's a gift at all. I mean, right now, that pink fancy dollhouse is, it's in my parents' attic wrapped in black trash bags like those ones you use for yard work. I received the gift I so desperately wanted, but I'd forgotten about it until just now. Sometimes we forget what a gift the Spirit is. In Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, we read this. In him you, Paul says, you Ephesians, God's people in Ephesus, and really, you believers who are listening to this podcast right now, in him you, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. That's the ESV. Let me read it again in the NIV, verses 13 and 14. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of salvation, included in Christ. That's when you were adopted into the family. That's when you received imputed righteousness before God and your record was wiped clean because of the gospel. That's when you gave your life to Jesus. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Promised because all throughout the Old Testament, the Spirit's coming was foretold and looked forward to and promised really because Jesus said the Spirit would come, who is, verse 14, a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of His glory. The Holy Spirit is a guarantee that God will make good on His promise to save those who trust in Christ. Verse 14 says the Spirit, this gift that we are richly given, is a guarantee of our inheritance that we'll receive when our life on this earth as we know it ends, when we're home. The gift of the Spirit isn't for our glory. It doesn't make much of me. It makes much of God. That dollhouse didn't make me look awesome. It made me think my parents who gave it to me were awesome. The same should be true of the gifts God gives us. Though the Spirit can help us live righteously, it's all for His glory, for God's glory, not our own. It's not about us. And what a blessing that Christ has imparted such great riches upon us. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? 
And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.